the geometry of the place was all wrong. One could not be sure that the sea and ground were horizontal. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, starring Stacy, Mike, Fred, and Steph. I am your game master, Veronica. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Cthulhu and Friends. I am your game master, Veronica, and I play most of the townspeople in St. Paxton. I'm Stacy, and I play Bellamy. Hi, I'm Mike Lane, and I play Todd B. Hey everybody, this is Fred, and I play Edward. And I'm Steph, and I play Clara Carter. Hey Mike, what happened last time on Cthulhu and Friends? Last time on Cthulhu and Friends. Todd sets up some experiments on the plants, and then the crew heads home for the night. The next morning, the crew heads to the police station. Edward and Clara decide to follow up with one of the missing persons cases. At the missing person's address, there is only a mysterious well. Deep in the well, they encounter Mr. M, but he is acting very odd. Mr. M demands to know where Nighthawk is. Meanwhile, Todd and Bellamy stay at the lab and document the results of the experiments. Edward and Clara get back to the station and explain what happened. However, Bellamy is unconvinced Clara saw what she thinks she saw, and half-heartedly lies about believing her. And that's where we left off in the last episode. Clara. As you're sitting there going through all of these memories and instances wherein you feel like maybe the words that Bellamy would say, the condolences, maybe even the tight hug around the shoulders, was any of that real or authentic? And you hear this click and this rumbling as the furnace turns on and you feel this warm air just kind of flowing over your shoulders. So the last thing Bellamy had said was that yes, she absolutely believes me. So I'm not looking at her. I'm just going to say okay. Well, I'm glad we've cleared that up then good good to know where we stand we need we need to find Nighthawk she's in danger I, I I don't know what we saw or what you all think we saw but we need to find her yeah yeah uh let's um, we can go check the library, and then later we can make some calls. Let's just start with the library. I, we have to find her, and honestly, we need to do some research. I mean, maybe there's something in the library about where these plants came from. If we can learn more about their origin, maybe we can learn how to do something about it. Yeah, uh... And let's remember to check our watches. Yes. Definitely. Or one of us should just stay out so that they can go in and get the others, or two of us. Unless inside three weeks passes and they step in and they're like, what's happening? I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should stick together so we can all see the research together. It would just be really bad to lose another three weeks in the middle of everything going on. Yeah, I know. And we haven't... Beatrice was going to set up somebody else to be able to sign the manifest, so we haven't been able to do that yet, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on our watches, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that. we should make a note of that for Patty. Patty would be a good person, honestly, to have as a backup. Darius said he trusted her. 
If he trusted her, I trust Darius. Yeah, I, I think maybe we should uh, make that proclamation before we set foot in the library. I, I don't want another two dozen kids to go missing. Could we authorize somebody else to maybe sign in our place so that another manifest doesn't go without being taken care of? Maybe Patty? Yeah, Beatrice said she was going to whip up some kind of form for us to authorize that. Um, She said she'd meet us on Monday with that. I don't, maybe we can check her office, see if she's in. If we can do it now instead of waiting. Well, we we probably have Darius's mayor seal in the office. We could always just write something out, stamp it, and hand it to her just to be on the safe side. And there's probably letterhead too, so it would kind of make it official, right? I just don't want to mess with kind of official for this. Well, it's better than nothing, is all I'm saying. Right, but if the like if they sign it, but they're not authorized to sign it, is it going to be as good as nobody signing it? I don't know. Maybe we should check with for Beatrice first, and if she's not there, then we can go with Plan B and try to authorize it ourselves. Did you two want to get changed first? I just I really want to get to Nighthawk. I sh- <sighs> And we look awful, I'm sure, but I'm just so worried about her. Clara jumps off of the lab table and onto the floor. You hear her shoes squeak on the tile. We need to, we need to do something now. We can't just sit around debating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go. And I'll walk out towards. Beatrice's office. You get to Beatrice's office. It is locked. I mean, she might have drafted up the paperwork already. Didn't she leave right after talking to us? You saw her leave, but you don't know what she's done since then. I mean, maybe she comes in on Saturdays. She does seem the type. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, let's just take a look. If the paperwork's here, then that's one less step. Okay. And we each have a key, right? Just you. I will pull out my keys and unlock the office and open the door. Um, and I will flick on the light and see if there's any papers sitting around on the top of her desk. There are. There are several documents, none of which are legible to you. It's all symbols and scrawlings that you don't quite understand. It does, however, look like some sort of legal document to you. It looks like it's in chunks of block text, but instead of having, you know, actual text that you can read, it's just a lot of shapes. But you do see at the very bottom of most of these pieces of paper, or parchment rather, is this embossed M. Was there anything we saw with Beatrice's initials on it? Or like her card or something? Does it match? She introduced herself as Beatrice Mason. And her briefcase or her bag, right? Okay, so does that M match the same stylings of... Like her briefcase, sir. Yes, it does. Huh. Well, what... What do you guys make of this? I mean, it looks... It looks like some sort of official document. Uh... That's... Weird. Are there any... Documents that have regular English? There are. They just seem to be pretty mundane to you water sewer you do in fact see that she has reviewed the contract for the landscapers 
I would like to roll cryptography on the hieroglyphic documents. You will need a five or higher. I got a three. You are able to decipher the full text. It's not as though you have the capacity to read everything that was there, but you do understand that there is one line that talks about blood witches. And you notice that the symbol that you sort of deciphered in the blood witches matches some notes and some little markings that she's made on the sewers. So she has these, I guess you would call them blueprints of the sewers that are underneath St. Paxton. And she has these little symbols there. Uh, guys, I, I'm really not making sense of this. Uh, this line says something about blood witches and then look at this document uh right over here do you see this she made kind of the same symbol i i I don't know i could just be kind of off that's odd is the document about the sewers is it a map or is it just talking about the sewers so it seems like it's half plans, half map. So you wouldn't quite know if that's already established or built. You're, you're not quite sure. And then it could be that some of these are maybe just caves and tunnels as well, but it just seems to be some underground system for sure. And is there any kind of address on the map? Like, would we be able to locate where the well was on that map? Yes. So right where the well that you guys were at, it's in a district that she has sort of highlighted with a big purple square. And underneath it, she's written Red Hook. You know, I, uh, really not, I'm really not liking Blood Witch in reference to the, uh, the things that we just found out about these plants. Well, it could be related. I mean, if we had more time, I could probably piece at least some of this together. Do you want to maybe take one of them? I could take a picture of one. Pictures would be good. Way smarter. Yeah. Actually, um, if we can get just a couple of shots of a few different pages with the stuff on it, then I'll have more to compare and figure out. Sure. And I'll, I'll lay out some of the pages and take pictures of them so that we have different views of as many of them as possible. Quick sidebar is, is it like a Polaroid camera or would you have to develop that film? I have to get it developed. There's also pictures of Carol Becker's Wasn't there a photography thing in the um, mansion? Or I I remember some place that we went on the island had a place to develop that. I think... I could have sworn. I don't know. It wouldn't even be here in the police station. I mean... (laughs) Oh, maybe it was. It wouldn't go without, you know, saying that a police station could possibly have that for evidence. Or Claire's room at the mansion as well, since we get to make our own rooms. Yeah. So you have one at both. So there is an official one here at the police station. There's also a small one in the mansion as well. So I don't know if we'll have time to develop the pictures. Should we just take the plans, the, the blueprints with us? I mean, I'm pretty sure Beatrice will be fine. No, no, she would not. I mean, we are in her office and she was very adamant that we are not over her. Well, Claire is not over her and Claire is not her boss and that she is her own separate thing. 
I highly doubt that she would be very happy with us if she turned up now and saw that we were in her stuff. And I'm sorry, but what is she going to do? We're trying to find these children and stop what's going on here. Like, I don't know if we really need to be worried about her right now. We need to do what's best for us. And we need to get to Nighthawk. Yeah. Keeping these prints on us, maybe having the librarian look at him. She might be able to help us understand what it is that we're looking at. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we can always come back and return it. So Beatrice is now a suspect. Because by taking these, that's kind of what you're saying. I mean, blood witches may not even be related to the missing children. It's just something that we're curious about that we want to look into. And we have the pictures. They don't have to be developed now. We can do it when we get back to the house. I mean, she is looking into the same things that could be related. Right, but she could share those with us. I mean, it's not that we're necessarily doing anything wrong. We're just noticed it in looking for something and we were already headed to the library you hear the sound of heels walking down the hallway looks like we're going to find out and I step out into the hall you see Beatrice there and she looks at you quizzically what are you doing in my office Um, We came looking for you in hopes that you had drawn up the paperwork to have somebody else authorized to sign the things for the boat, and you weren't in there, so we were just leaving. She closes her eyes and pulls a small envelope from in between her side and her arm, and she goes, I have them here. Is Clara here? Uh, she is, actually. Uh, Clara, Beatrice is out here. Oh, good timing. I'll walk out. That's okay. Come inside. Oh, thanks. Do you have the the documents? Yes, just your signature here. Oh, that's great. Um, we're gonna go to the library and didn't want to disappear for a few weeks. Um, sure. Yeah, I was thinking Patty would be a good person to authorize to sign the manifests. Okay. Oh, uh, one other thing, Beatrice. We ran into Nighthawk, and she was on her way. Uh, She said she was doing an important errand for you, but we did kind of grab her and send her to help us with the thing. I apologize for any inconvenience. Of course. So just Patty, then. Uh... I feel like one person isn't enough. I, I don't... We could authorize you, Beatrice. I don't know. Would... Would that be okay? That would be fine. I mean, I don't really know who... Who here to trust and who to put this responsibility on. So, I don't want to... Well, it's always good to have at least three. Um... For lack of knowing more people, my only other suggestion might be my sister. She's a well-respected physician. Your uh, sister lives here too? Yes, you met her. Uh. We did? Tess? No. <laughs> oh. Not uh-huh. Tess. She was it- the doctor that came and helped me. When I first met you, her name is Mary. So, any objections? I mean, I'm assuming you trust your sister completely and you're okay with putting this responsibility on her. With my life. Sure, then you and your sister and Patty. Seems like a good backup system. Of course. She puts the names into the blank spaces. There is room for a few more, had you named more names. And she hands the pen to you. 
prior to Clara signing, I want to read what's on this document. Sure. Um, so how do you go about that? I mean, I, I think, has the paper been on a table ready to be signed on the entire time? Yes. I think I'm just uh-huh. quickly scanning, you know, maybe skimming, but I just want to make sure that this document is legitimate and she's not signing over her mayoral powers or signing something else. Sure. So the document goes over several instances wherein an alternate signature may be required for anything in St. Paxton. So not just the manifests, but if someone were to need um, an emergency helicopter flight out or any number of things, Uh, but it just seems to be the manifest plus some additional authority. It does not revoke her mayoral rights. And she is of course the ultimate signer but it doesn't actually name Clara. It names the mayor. So Beatrice, I'm just looking over this right now. I I just want to confirm this is not just about the manifest. It looks like there are some other things on here that you haven't mentioned yet. Yes, of course. So should there be an emergency, this does give the signers the authority to act as a mayor pro tem pro tem, uh, should there arise a need. Like a medical emergency or natural disaster or That's why something. it's extraordinarily important that we name people that are trustworthy and not just anyone. People that are well. invested in the security of St. Paxton and people that Darius, of course, trusted. Well, the Magistrate of Justice, a well-respected physician, and Patty, I I don't think, I mean, we don't really know Mary, but I, I don't think those people would be worrisome to have this ability. And of course, you can always take any of these names off at any given time. Right. Uh, I feel like, I mean, Darius trusted Patty and, and you. Mm-hmm. Clara, what about the rest of us? Oh, I just kind of assumed we'd be together. Yeah, I'm absolutely we can we can add all of you guys in case we're separated or something. That's a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. And so Beatrice picks up the pen and scribbles in all of your names really quickly. Well, now that seems like a solid group. All right, any other questions before I sign, you guys? I think this is a solid plan. Yeah, seems seems good. Okay. And I will sign each form. You do so. And as you're bent over and signing, you hear this like sound coming from Bellamy's stomach. You okay, Bells? Uh, just a little hungry. It's fine. Bellamy, you have this feeling like there's just this huge bubble in your stomach. Like, you probably need to release some gas or something, but it definitely feels crampy. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. And I will turn around and head for the public restroom. Okay, you get into the restroom. No, no problem. I check all of the stalls. No one's in there. And I let her rip. Whether it's whatever type of gas it is, I try to do it gently in case anybody's listening down the hall or whatever, but I definitely don't want to hold the gas in. So you do this and nothing really comes out. Is it like a constant pain or? It just kind of comes and goes. Like, since you've stepped into the bathroom, I mean, it hasn't even hurt at all. This is not the time for stomach troubles. I will go over to the sink, 
and let the water run and then splash them on my face. Just kind of hang out over the sink and then stare up at my face as I reach for a paper towel to dry it off. You do that, you feel a lot better. I will toss the paper towel and head back to the group. Okay. You're all back in the hall and Beatrice has left the building. Unless you have anything else you want to say or ask her about. Oh, hey, Beatrice. uh, One other thing. Yeah. Kind of a side project. You know, when we have the time, we've been meaning to look up who Nighthawk's parents were. Mm. Uh, she's been inquiring about them and uh, we we just unfortunately with everything else going on we, we haven't had the time to really devote anything to it but uh, if you do get a chance and could maybe start on that for us or for her I'm sure she would be greatly appreciative of course thank you I have a certain affinity for Nighthawk as though as though we were related Have a nice weekend. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks for your help with the And she paperwork. walks out of the building. Okay, now can we go to the library and look for Nighthawk? Yes. Let's go. I will make sure Beatrice's office is locked. Okay. It doesn't take you very long to get to the library. I will check my watch before we go in. Sure. As we walk in, I'm going to hang back and say, uh, I'm not really feeling too great, guys. I'm just going to I'm just going to stay out here while you guys go in and look for Nighthawk. And uh, I'll keep an eye out for her out here. And then, you know, I'll come get you guys if you're not back in like 20 minutes. Sure. OK, yeah, that works. And I will lead the way in the library. You walk into the library. And you see books scattered everywhere. It looks as though someone has very quickly taken most of the books off of the shelves and have them open. As you rush around, you'll see that most of them are pictures of someone. And you see a familiar nose, similarly spaced eyes kind of a crooked smile. Are we able to tell who it is? It kind of looks like that boy from the band. It also kind of looks like Nighthawk. Does it look like the boy Edward and I saw down in the well? Kind of. Just for clarification, when you say the boy from the band... Is this in reference to the child that we saw like towards the beginning of our adventure on St. Paxton? Yes, he was in the marching band. Got it. I look around. Is is Ezra anywhere nearby? She has snuck up right behind you. Welcome back. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Ezra, quite stealthy for an older woman. She just looks at you. Blank stare. Thank you. My pleasure. Do you have a moment? I want you to look at something. Of course. I push some of the books off the, like, to the side, clear a little space, and then I roll out a map, and I say, what do you make of this? This looks like perhaps the old escape tunnels. For the blood witches. Escape tunnels? Blood witches. What? What? Inhabitants of the island. Why are they called blood witches? Likely just myth. But they had tunnels. Wouldn't you? And Ezra leans in and kind of captures your attention as she tells you a story about three women who used to live on St. Paxton, how they worshipped a god named Mormo. And they had these really beautiful dresses 
But on the inside of the fold, there was a large moth that they would take the time to hand embroider. They were very peaceful and very helpful. But for some reason, they were persecuted. And people told stories about how the moth ladies would steal your children and drink their blood. And that's how they stayed so youthful. And so, the moth women, they had tunnels dug for them so that should their house ever be attacked, they had a way to escape. Do you know where their house lies on the island or would have lied? The house is long gone, but it is in a small manor named the Red Hook. Whoa. Red Hook like this? And I'll point on the map. Yes. It looks as though that's the entry. And and these and these witches, these ladies are gone too, right? I would assume so. But the tunnel's still there. Tunnels typically last longer than people. Right. But I mean, we we went down in it. That was... That was where Edward and I went. Mm. Did you lose anything there? (sighs) Huh. I I don't know if I'd say that, but it... It was a crazy experience. As I understand it, they probably lost restful sleep for the next few nights. (sighs) No. Yeah, you can say that. Um, what happened to your library? By the way, there's books everywhere. It was attacked by birds. Oh, shit. It's just life. Wait, birds knock the books down and open these pages, or? Oh, I think so. Is Nighthawk here? There was a person here earlier named Nighthawk. Is she still here? I'm just an old woman. I don't really get around so quickly. Um. But yes. Yes, she's still here? I think so. Ezra, uh, one one other quick question. Uh, The last time we were in here... Three weeks passed by on the outside. Do you know why that would have happened? You were here for a very, very long time. Don't you remember? No. It didn't seem very long to us. I've been told I'm wonderful company. Ezra, we're talking like three (laughs) weeks. I'm talking really good company. We didn't leave to eat? You did eat, remember? I made your favorites for you. I don't remember that. Where did you make our favorites? In my kitchen. You have a kitchen? In the library? Not in the library, in my loft up above. Oh. I don't remember that. (laughs) Well, so what's our favorites, then? She names off your favorite dishes. Whoa. I would like to assess honesty. I got a five. You absolutely believe that she is telling you the truth. That you were in here for three weeks' time. The physical laws and the reality of scientific knowledge crumble further for you, Todd. And you take one point from your stability. Uh... Guys, how... How does this make any sense? Like, I don't even remember going to sleep. I mean... You slept there, remember? And as she points to the small sofa, you remember it being very plush and comfortable. But you don't remember sitting there or even laying there. So, it's weird. Right? (laughs) You know, I think we've had memories before that we've forgotten... So maybe this is just more of that. She kind of sweeps her hand and points to all of the books, detailing your histories. 
Yeah, like all of that that we've forgotten. Remember, you spoke extensively about your wedding, your plans to get married, what that must have felt like. Wait, uh, what? so many tears. Uh, <laughs> Time is a terrible thing to lose track of. Yep, it really is. One more question for you, uh, unrelated to that. Do you have any uh, books or information on the history of the plants on this island? Specifically, there's some plants that are highly invasive and dangerous. Seem to suck blood out of people? Yeah, those ones. That seems more like the Bloodwitch myth. Uh... Do you have a book about Bloodwitch myths? She pulls from the shelf a book, The Legend of the Blood Witches. Can we check this out? Because I don't want to spend three more weeks here. Of course. Despite your amazing hospitality. Outside. Bellamy, you take a seat on the steps. And your stomach is just in straight up pain. Just really twisting and turning. And then you feel this like wiggle. Not like gas, but something inside of you. It's in the very, very lowest part of your stomach. Comically, Bell thinks, I can't be pregnant. As I'm doubled over, like pressing my arms to my stomach, nope, I do not feel that. That's not happening. That's not a thing. I am very sick. I need to go to the bathroom and I will walk over behind a bush. As you stand up, your vision gets narrow and blurry. You have tunnel vision and you sort of stumble over into the bushes and you hear like feet coming your direction, but you can't quite see anything because everything is just foggy and you are blinded in pain and you're just about to fall into the bushes and a hand grasps you. You okay? Nope. I have no idea what's wrong, but I am in so much pain. Oh, gods. Let's get you to the clinic. Yep. And Tess wraps your arm around her neck and she very quickly whisks you away. Bellamy, the pace at which Tess is running and kind of just hoisting you up, your feet are dragging and you occasionally will just twinge in pain, yelling, and you feel this like wetness all over your body as your entire body just begins to shake and you're covered in this like sweaty film it's gonna be all right honey we're almost there and then everything goes dark for you you hear as someone tugs on the string of a light and the light swings back and forth And you think, didn't, wasn't I here before? And you smell something familiar. It smells like that fertilizer, that special compound. And you realize that you're not in a hospital. You're in a shed. And in the corner, you see a big ball of fiery red hair. And Tessa's eyes are bulging. She has duct tape wrapped around her mouth and head. And she is suspended on some sort of like rope from the ceiling. And you watch as this form that was Tess walks over to you 
and you feel this cold hand slide over you and it takes its thumb and it rubs over your lips cool almost comforting and smooth and then it puts its hand over your mouth the light swings back and forth obscuring you from seeing who this could be and you feel something something similar to whatever it is that's in your stomach coming out of the palm of their hand and slipping into your mouth and then their hand just presses against your jaw in a way that you feel like my entire jaw is going to snap off if you push any harder and then it plugs your nose back in the library I'm sorry what did you say Nighthawk do you is she still here she's in the back please pick up after your friend I'm old very old I'll pick up all the books. Do you guys want to go grab Nighthawk real quick? Yeah, I, I want to get to her as soon as possible. Let's let's go. I start picking up the books and I wait until Clara and Todd leave the room. And then I look back at Ezra and I go, Hey, Ezra? Yes, young man. How many times have we had this conversation? Me and you? Or me and all of us? No, me and you. This one we're having now, or the one that we had before? This specific one. Maybe three. It's different every time, Edward. It's not the same. It's similar. Every time? Do Clara and I... Do we get... Romantically entwined? Yeah. No. Sometimes you're just friends. That's the one singular thing that's always the same between the four of you. You always remain friends. Also, there's something new this time. It's like you used to listen to those same records over and over again. And then we bought the same album on a compact disc and it was the same song but there was something else there's something different going on here the island feels crowded don't you agree Edward don't you feel like too many people are here too many questions too many things all at once the tranquil life we love is nowhere to be found I guess. Uh, what What do I need to be doing, Ezra? Like, I, I need you to help me. I, I feel lost. Is there anything you can help me with? Like these symbols, the, the, the necklaces. What, what is this? These belong to the Blood Witches. Something on this island is awakened. Brought back old followers, old worshippers. There were no gods, and now there are many gods. And they feel their presence all around me. I don't remember much of how I came to be here. But I have a sneaking suspicion that perhaps I'm one of the newcomers. She pulls out a small key from in between her breasts and she hands it to you I'm losing this key now it's lost to me forever I won't wish to find it again until I don't see you and she places it into your hand do you like ice cream? yes good 
I look down at the key and I look back at her. I'm not sure what all that means, but I appreciate our talks. And then I just go back to cleaning the room and I join back up with everybody else. You guys find Nighthawk in the very back corner. Um, hello everyone. Welcome to the Z Paxton Library. I'm so excited that you've met me here and that everyone is here to help me. Um, just so you know, um, I might not be good right now. I might be bad. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know, really. I just know that I can't be trusted. Look at all the times that I've failed before. Uh... Are you feeling okay? No, I'm not feeling good at all. In fact, I'm feeling terrible. Nighthawk, I hate to say it, but... I'm not entirely sure that you should trust what you read in this library. You think this is the fiction section? I'm just saying it's a bit crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. No, the library's crazy. I I don't I don't think it's good to be here. I don't want to go home. Yeah, you know, actually, that's why we came to get you. Um, we're really worried about you, and we want you to come back to the house with us. Okay. Yeah, stick stick with us for a while. Mm-hmm. You can look out for each other, right? I don't feel like I could really look out for much of anybody. Well, it's okay. You've looked out for us plenty of times. Now let us look out for you. Yeah, it's our turn. Sorry to be such a wet blanket, everybody. No, you're fine. Just coming to terms with the fact that Perhaps I've lived my life like a thousand times before, and maybe in some of those lives, I I wasn't the cool girl that I am now, and I may have been, like, probably a really cool guy, but, like, you know, I don't know. Who knows, even? I don't know. I've read some confusing books with other me's in it, too, so. But hey, at least you didn't (laughs) disappear for three weeks. That's fair. Right? That was extremely rude of you. <laughs> I glance nervously at my watch. Your watch checks out. You guys have been in here for about 17 minutes. Okay. Did you see the birds? Uh, d- the birds that <sighs> came to That's here. a new thing. Apparently I can shoot birds out of my face. Out of your face? What? <laughs> It just started happening in here. Is this a metaphor? No, I, I mean I won't do it now. But okay, like you, you literally should I be worried? Shot birds. When you're looking at me, Nighthawk really raises her eyebrows and widens her eyes, and she like jolts at you. I flinch. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, uh, so, like, I think that, like, maybe they all just, like, come out of my face, and then they go and do, like, missions and cool stuff, and they come back, and I'm me again. So you're, like, the the mother of birds or something? Oh, my God. Were they crows? You're literally Nighthawk and the crows? Maybe. Anyways, who's in the mood to make me a grilled cheese sandwich? Bellamy would probably love to do that. Yeah, I don't think you want my grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Clara could paint you one. I could I could certainly do that. It would look good enough to eat. Yeah, but you don't want me to cook you one. <laughs> I'd lick it for sure. Oh, it probably wouldn't taste good. <laughs> I'd still do it. Oh, okay. <sighs> oh, uh, well, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're okay. Or Nighthawk you know, wraps her here. arms around your neck. I'll give her a big squeeze back. Well, that was fun. Okay. Okay. Let's. All right. Let's go get Edward and grab Bellamy and get home. Edward is like right behind you. Speak of the ripped ab man himself. <laughs> Ready to go? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm ready. You guys found Nighthawk? Yes. Good. Yeah. Hi, Nighthawk. Hey. <laughs> Be careful, she sh- she shoots birds out of her face now. Nighthawk jumps up on your back for like a piggyback ride. It's true. What? I won't do it. <laughs> That's her superpower, apparently. Like, you know, like some people can't cry on command. I can't make birds come out of my face on command. I mean, that's fair. Nobody would expect you to, right? I don't know what's going on, but... Same. I think it's time for us to leave this library. Yeah, let's go get bells and head back to Masada Lago and get cleaned up. And get some crab cheese sandwiches. Oh, I'd try that. <laughs> They're so good. Come on, I'll make you one. You open the door, and Bellamy is just sitting on the front porch. Oh, hey, Bells. Hey. Uh, damn, right on time. And that's where we're going to call it. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh man! Did she eat a plantimal? I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Guess what? That's not really her, stupids. <laughs> what? Rude. Who am I? <laughs> I don't know. Um, did everyone have a good time? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> No, I got a thing shoved down my freaking throat. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, sure. <laughs> See, what it was, it was your pride talking about how you didn't lose any stability. Did ah, <laughs> <me> you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Cthulhu and Friends. We'll see you next time. This episode was produced and edited by Hiroshi and the opening and closing theme was created by Rob Anderson. Find them on Twitter at MaybeHiroshi and at PotentiallyRob. You can find the rest of the crew on Twitter as well. V is at TypicalVeronica, Mike is at OneGamingLane, Fred is at IThinkImFred, Steph is at StarletFirefly, and you can find me at DefinitelyStacy. As always, you can follow the show as CAF Podcast and find a permanent link to the Discord in our bio. Want to take a look at the clues, information, or photos the cast stumbled upon during the recording? Head on over to our website at www.cafpodcast.com and click on the link labeled The Show at the top of the screen. If you want to help support the show, please share us with your friends on your preferred social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also back us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out some of the other Geekly Ink shows, such as Drunks and Dragons, Brute Force, or Inks and Issues. Hi Creepers, Mike Lane here. Just wanted to extend another thank you to some special people who support us on Patreon. Maddie A. Fontenelle and Haining Yang. Their support and our other backers help make this podcast happen. Thanks again.